0: Me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. Y'all, y'all see how Alex talked to me? Did you read it? Saturday. Read it. I just did what Kyle told me to do. Read it Saturday. So when people talk to you like that, here's what they're really saying: Read it Saturday. What's wrong with you knucklehead read it saturday see that's that's the that's the words behind the words that's all i'm saying that's all i'm saying y'all see how i get treated you're listening to truth in the afternoon i'm your host dr ken harris you know black owned business give back is back and we teamed up with associated bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together the home of milwaukee black talk will be giving away six thousand dollars worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter in 2024. So to sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit 1017Truth.com. No, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. That's blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone through exposure on the truth. For official rules, head to blackbusinessgiveback.com, Associated Bank Member FDIC. What? That's so funny. So I got to talk to Scott Warris because he does the coverage, so we got to make sure we're all queued up before, and they always laugh at me because when I answer the phone, I go, what's up, Scott? (laughs) Because you kind of see his name and stuff. I know, it's kind (laughs) of. Why do people get like, how would you know it was me? I'm like, really? Like, really? Okay. Who's going to call at 5.04 about anything while you're doing the show except what's coming next? I'm just saying. By the way, the award-winning 101.7 The Truth celebrates Black excellence in the most monumental moments in our history. Tune in all month as we celebrate. Well, let me let me get an ink pen. Tune in all day because it's only one more day, uh, and celebrate Black History. 101.7 The Truth celebrates Black History Month. Has been sponsored by Tayback Law, Educators Credit Union, Freighter, and the Medical College of Wisconsin, and American Family Insurance. So. That's pretty cool. Remember, we got a game today, 5.30 pregame, 6 o'clock tip-off. So those uh, wonderful Panthers are going to be playing the IUPUI Jaguars. I wish I was in the room when they had that meeting about the name. Like, what kind of compromise does it take to come up with an idiotic name like that? Indiana University, Purdue University, uh Indianapolis. Really? So two schools have classes together on the same campus in Indianapolis. So instead of calling it like Purdue, Indiana, Indiana, Purdue, I I P or you can call it P P I I. What'd you call it? I-U-P-U-I. Dumb. Hey, them and Travis Kelsey. Dumb. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Number five. Well, I guess I'll get on with it, believe it or not. This from JS Online. Milwaukee Southside Health Center is going to no longer be providing mammograms and other preventive health screenings for low-income women at the Southside Health Center. This is for the Milwaukee Health Department. For years, the city clinic provided mammograms for the detection of breast cancer, screenings through the Well Women Program, federally and state-funded program that covers the cost of such screenings for women with little or no health insurance. Beginning in October, the city clinic stopped providing Mammograms after Voyager Radiology, the group that remotely read the mammogram results, ended its contract with the city. Well, between 300 and 500 women per year get mammograms from the Southside Health Center. The clinic's location is 1639 South 23rd Street, according to the health department figures from 2018 to 2022. City was notified in August that the group would end its contract. They tried to find another radiological group to fill the role. But in the end, the officials decided to pivot and focus on connecting people enrolled in the well women program to outside hospitals and clinics for mammograms, clinical breast exams, screenings for cervical cancer and other preventive. So what's going to happen when a woman who feels more comfortable in her neighborhood because she doesn't have a lot of money and now she's going to get harassed by this hospital? And Well, not harassed, but you know what I mean. Asked to pay for whatever, and they're embarrassed, and they don't have money. They said the health department hopes to enroll more women in the Well Woman program and quickly connect them to free screenings. It took up a lot of the department's resources and staff time to run a weekly clinic offering mammograms. She said we're able to actually provide more when we focus on patient navigation. So in other words, it's okay to just push people to other places. I, I get it. I get it. I, I understand it. But there are too many other um, organizations that can handle that part. There are too many other organizations in the city that can do those things. Phi, Nursing Sorority, um, um, Black Nurses Association, uh, whatever other nurses association that, that are associated with the ANA, um, you got nurses all over the state that might come in and and yeah, and then you got the radiology folks to read it. Well, we got hospital groups here, get some funding, pay them, and have somebody read the doggone thing. Who say doctors don't make too much money oops i'm sorry, my bad medical doctors number four looks like gas prices are going to uh yeah. So they're kind of low now and they've gone up in Milwaukee and across the country over the past few weeks. Only problem is in the Milwaukee area the average price of gas for regular gas has risen from 270 to 312 in the past month according to AAA and our average prices are 275 to about 313. So they remain slightly lower than national average but they expect them to go up. Um and so I guess since uh, until now, until now, from now until the summer, uh, looks like we're going to have a steady, steady climb in cost of gas till finally we'll, you know, end up paying more. Number three. Looks like there was a huge presence at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel that led to a Milwaukee police officer's foot being run over, vehicle driving into a police vehicle, and subsequently a police chase. So, Casino's release said a group of people under the age of 21 were being escorted out of the casino about 3 a.m. Then the group started to fight one another outside. Casino security called MPD for help, and two 20-year-old women were arrested and cited. Separate email, Milwaukee Police said the group refused to leave the business with one unsuccessfully attempting to strike an employee. So, I guess you got to keep them out of, how do you even get in Pottawatomie? See, for me, that's the question. Number two. Elijah View is still missing. Nine days of searching. Here's what we know. This from JS Online. Uh, they've checked waterways, landfills, quarries, canvassing communities, knocking on doors, uh, following up on leads in the Wisconsin Dells, and they have, still have yet to find little Elijah view now it's going to take some time because they have to make sure that he's not deceased or they got to check with the mother and I think the uncle because she gave him to the uncle for discipline reasons so what kind of discipline do you have with a three year old that you got to give him to the uncle and What cultural things, because they were Hmong, what cultural things played a part in the white mother turning the kid over to the Hmong uncle? Were there some cultural things that we're missing? Are there some illegal things that we're missing? So luckily, Department of Justice, um, Manitowoc County Sheriffs, and everybody's up there. doing what they need to do in order to bring this little boy home. Number one. I don't know if you heard about it, but when it gets to lawsuit number five, accusing Sean Diddy Combs of sexual assault, we got to talk about it. In less than four months, Sean Diddy Combs has been sued for sexual assault and harassment five times, but the allegations uh, in the most recent lawsuit don't stop there. In the lawsuit filed this past Monday, a music producer who worked on on Diddy's most recent album claims. He subjected him to constant, unsolicited, and unauthorized groping and touching of his anus, and then to and tried to groom him into engaging in sexual acts with others, including producer Steven Aaron Jordan and or Stevie J and actor Cuba Gooding Jr. So but in the additional claims Rodney Lil Rod Jones also alleges P. Diddy conspired with a slew of other defendants in a RICO enterprise allegedly set up to acquire and transport drugs, firearms, and sex workers, some being minors. So P. Diddy, um, as if that was all, well, Scandal star Columbus short is speaking out and sharing details about him allegedly being groomed by Diddy years ago. Speaking in interview, Boss Talk Podcast 101 short explained that back in 2008, the hip-hop mogul approached him at the premiere of Cadillac Records to give him his props and inquire about an acting coach for his upcoming project, A Raisin in the Sun. After that, he feels that grooming with Diddy began shortly short then went on to describe a time later when Diddy called him about two in the morning from an unknown number the night of the BET awards while he was in bed with his wife though he was hesitant to answer he eventually did at the behest of his wife and that's when short said Diddy called him to see what he was up to and told him he was at the Beverly Hills Hotel in Los Angeles when short inquired about who all he was hanging with Diddy said just me. He declined to invite, but later told podcast hosts that he unintentionally left that detail out when he was when he first alluded to the story in his Instagram months ago. As previously reported by the Root, Diddy is being sued in federal court by a producer, which I just talked about. And so this is number five. On P. Diddy. So my question is, is P. Diddy going to go the way of Bill Cosby? We got to first figure out did a crime was a crime committed. And why now? Hmm. Interesting. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. More of Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. We got about is eight more minutes, seven more minutes uh, left, and we'll be rolling into the pregame and then basketball. So make sure you hang around and check it out. Um, Tori Tory show will be coming up a little bit later. So make sure you hang around and check it out. So the Supreme Court is hearing challenges today on the bump stock piece. But there's another story um, about something Trump did where today let me make this smaller, the Supreme court decided to hear the Trump immunity claim. And so uh, CNN is reporting CNN.com is reporting the Supreme court agreed today to decide whether Donald Trump may claim immunity in special counsel Jack Smith's election subversion case, adding another explosive appeal from the former president to its docket, further delaying his federal trial. The court agreed to expedite the case and hear arguments the week of April 22nd. The move puts frontrunner for the Republican presidential nomination on track for another high stakes date with the high court which earlier this month heard arguments in a separate case questioning whether Trump disqualified himself from running for a second term under the 14th Amendment's insurrection ban. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court arguments could come while Trump is on trial in New York on criminal charges of falsifying business records as part of a cover-up to conceal hush money payments before the 2016 election. Trump has pledged, pleaded not guilty, and the high court today ordered that a lower court ruling against Trump remain on hold until it decides the issue. It's common when granting a case, the case uh, released only a short order and did not indicate how the justices voted. A spokesperson for the special counsel's office declined to comment. So what does this mean? This means that basically everything's on hold while the Super Tuesday and all those elections are, are, are coming to pass. So I hope people understand my point of view and understanding of it in that what it comes down to is, and we talked about it a little yesterday, Understanding the justice system. I've seen it work for and against everybody black, white, Hispanic, Asian, male, men, and women. I've seen it work for and against. I've seen it work in spectacular ways where it's supposed to. And I've seen times where people's, hmm, what's the word I'm looking for? People's arrogance in being in the law. And I think that's the part that burns me more than anything about lawyers and medical doctors. Their ability to think that they're immune to doing anything wrong. We're all human. We all make mistakes. But when you intentionally do it, that's a problem. And so... Many times we we forget that um, there's this suggested understanding, suggested ethical uh, upbringing, ethical actions, ethical transactions that we should have in both, but we don't really see in both. Medical doctors have hurt people, cut people, killed people. Lawyers have stolen money, did poor jobs on cases, and allowed people to be found guilty when they were innocent. They've prosecuted people who, didn't, who weren't supposed to be prosecuted, lied when they weren't supposed to lie, stuff like that. Sometimes intentionally, sometimes not. I don't think the system is broken. I think the people in the system are broken. And until you work on the people, get the people in line, nothing's gonna change. If you change the system, you'll lose your rights. If you change the system, you'll lose certain rights. And right now, I can't think of too many rights that people should actually lose. But that's just me. I mean, at some point, you got to let things play out. I think what we need is fairness and equity. But then, what about when a person makes a mistake? Well... Back in the same circle. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Basketball is coming up next. I want to say thank you to Alex. Appreciate you. Thanks for listening. I'll see you in about 22 and a half hours. So God bless. Take care. I'm out.